Over here at Cask and Crow, we drink misguided spirits liquor. We've been fortunate enough to be blessed with the working man's rye and the white crook vodka up in the studio. Personally, I'm a whiskey guy, so I'll take my working man's rye and the rocks. Nice. I like mine straight up. If you like to buy your liquor locally, go with misguided spirits. to another episode of Cask and Crow, the only show where you won't serve a life sentence for joining the murder. I'm your host, Lord Drew. And I'm Matty Biz. And what is good? Another week, another week, another show. What's good, Biz? It's good to be here, man. It's been a long week. It's been Valentine's Day, so I've been busy at work. <laughs> Valentine's Day. The only holiday that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> Not, not if you're in a committed relationship, at least. If you're in a committed relationship, if you're single. But us in New York, there's something to celebrate because they actually opened up indoor dining this week. This yeah. weekend, I should say. Yes, they did. So it's kind of fucking awesome. And if you're in New York or in any other state that just reopened, go out. Support your local restaurants and diners. You indoor know? dining is open in New York City at 30% capacity. Don't be scared. You'll be okay. Yeah, take the proper precautions. Do what you got to do. Stay safe. Get the hand sanitizer going. Wear your mask. Take a shower. You should always be showering. <laughs> you don't need to have COVID going on to be showering. But do it. Oh, yeah. Thanksgiving. I mean, I'm Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. I'm sorry. I'm, I got turkey on the mind, bro. <laughs> Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. So we have a very close friend. His birthday is coming up on Valentine's Day. Uncle Tootie. Okay, see, if it's not for Facebook, I have no clue when anyone's birthday no, is. No, I'm going to be honest. A very close friend of ours, my my friend Nick Red's birthday is on Valentine's Day. The kid's name is Nick Red. He's Red, and his birthday is on Valentine's Day. No bullshit. <laughs> it's fucking yeah, he, great. He, he's a ginger. He's our Cupid. He's our Cupid? Yeah, he is. With a really big bushy beard. Yes. So shout out to my boy Nicky. Happy birthday, brother. We love you. Happy birthday, man. But speaking of Valentine's Day, you know, there's a lot of people that, uh, you know, you don't have a Valentine's or you don't have any uh, special person in your life. But there's also those people that maybe you just broke up or you can't stand your ex, right? <laughs> so the San Antonio Zoo. I don't know where he's going with this. The San Antonio <laughs> Zoo has decided that you can go and contact them. And if you pay $5, they will name a cockroach with your ex's name and feed it. To uh to a live animal. If you pay twenty five dollars, I like this. They will they will name a rat after your ex Wait, and, feed, and feed this this animal. Too. So you got five dollar <laughs> tier is a roach. Yep. And then a twenty dollar tier. Twenty five dollar. Twenty five dollar tier is a rat. And they will feed it to an animal on on Valentine's Day tomorrow. 
and they'll name it after your ex. Oh, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> now, what happens for the $1,500 tier? I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe. You feed that bitch to someone too and make sure. Uh, Carol Bashing gets involved. Or that dude. I don't know. Whatever you want to say. Carol Bashing gets involved and there's a tiger. Yes. <laughs> yes. Carol Baskins. I don't know. I just read that and I laughed my ass off when I read this because it was like, it's so stupid, but at the same time, it's a great way, like a little gimmick to like make a little money for your zoo. That Absolutely. No, that no one has visited in the last year. I'm sure they'll do okay with that. Hey, listen, someone will do it. Even if it's just a donation that they're trying to do, something funny to do or something like that, you know? There's been some wild shit going on around here as of late. Wild shit? What do you mean exactly? Yeah, like stupid shit. Like strange shit. People doing dumb shit. Oh. There's always people doing dumb things, bro. Oh, you mean kind of like my asshole of the week, okay? so That's what I'm getting to. I think a lot of people... I was trying a more subtle way... To get into the asshole of the week. All right, let me just ex- can, I, can I just go explain it, to the people? It. I'm just gonna explain to the people what the asshole of the week is. Okay, check it out. Back in the day, Busy and I had a podcast. We all know we told the story before. This is years ago, and uh, Maddie used to have a segment called um, the asshole of the week, and he would bring up a person who'd done some dumb shit, and we would abuse them. For a little while on the podcast. And it was a very popular segment in our show. And we're going to bring it back. So this week's Asshole of the Week is, (laughs) and a lot of you probably already know this, it's called the Gorilla Glue Girl. The Gorilla Glue Girl. And you can go look look this stuff up. She's on YouTube. She's on TikTok. She's on all these social medias. Okay, so her name is Tessica Brown. and Tessica... Tessica Brown, and, and she ran out of hairspray, and she was looking for something that maybe held her hair better than her hairspray. So she decided to try Gorilla Glue. scary world out there, man. So she put this stuff all in her hair, mm. and, of course, it's permanent. It says right on it, permanent. Bro, it's Gorilla Glue. Exactly, exactly. I mean... So- she got this stuff stuck in her hair like it's cemented to her head for over a month. And she went to social media to, to try and figure out because she contacted Grill Glue and they were like, Bad you know, idea. Use, use alcohol, use this or that, you know, and none of it worked. So she went to social media. I mean, this is what she said. Really, Wrong. I think she was just looking for attention. But she went to social media to try and figure out another way to try and get this out of her hair. And she went to the emergency room and everything like that. And everyone was just like, ah, sorry, we can't really help you. Sorry, you're dumb. And for it lasted for 30 <laughs> days, 30 days before somebody contacted her. It, it actually got enough exposure during the last like week or two that a Los Angeles uh, plastic surgeon was just like, we can remove this. Oh, I thought it would have been like a representative from WD-40. Yeah, right. <laughs> Something like that. Like, you know, how, yo, I put WD-40 on everything, bro. Dude, it, I'm surprised it, it I don't put it on my burgers and shit. I put uh, WD on everything. Like the, whenever there's a the problem in the house, sauce. whenever there's a problem at, <laughs> at like work or in the house or something, or whenever one of the guys call me up and they're like, yo, I whatever, my like, yo, spray some WD-40 on that bitch. It'll be all right. And yeah. and for the most part, a lot of the times it works, bro. My my elbow hurts. Spray some WD. Spray some WD man. on that. Loosen it right up. I would have sprayed WD all over that bitch's head. So so, was involved. <laughs> so finally she goes to this plastic surgeon. Now she even had a GoFundMe page where she raised like nine to eleven thousand dollars. No, people right? paid 11, 11 grand for this shit. 
and and they were able to finally at Damn, least cut bro. her ponytail off because she had like a like you know I a just, long ponytail. I, I fucking can't do it no more, Biz. And you got to look up the pictures. You have to go see the pictures because oh. yeah, they cut the ponytail off, but she has to wait for the rest of her hair to grow out to shave the rest of it off. Listen, man, I'll t- you know I'll tell you guys one thing right now. If it wasn't for Maddie Biz. We wouldn't be able to do these things and talk about this type of (laughs) shit on this show because I'm so non-connected to this type of stuff. I have no fucking idea. Busy called me the other day and he was like, yo, did you hear whatever? We're talking, whatever. And he's like, did you hear about the Gorilla Glue girl? And I was like, Matt, what the fuck are you talking about? And he told me about this whole situation. He's like, we got to talk about this on Cask and Crow. And I said, whatever you want to do, buddy, you know, we'll bring it up. But I wouldn't know a damn because I. I just can't take it anymore, bro. I just can't take. I just can't take how this person has raised eleven grand. No, but it kind of gets worse for okay? putting motherfucking crazy glue on your head, bro. But but, but it kind of gets worse. I fucking right? hate it. Okay, so you think like this, <laughs> this gets out there? So this should be like for anyone who doesn't know what this is, you shouldn't be doing anything like this, right? And by the way, she actually has a lawsuit against Gorilla Glue because of course she because does. On the bottle, it doesn't say. It doesn't say that you can't use it on hair. What would this world be in 2020 if she wasn't suing Gorilla Glue for putting it on her fucking head? But here's what makes it worse. (laughs) You would think after seeing all this, no one would even try and fuck with Gorilla Glue at all, right? No, apparently... I, I don't have his name, but this... Please tell me the stocks went up on Gorilla Glue. No, no. I don't know. They probably did. I hope so. a copycat kind of came out there. Somebody else on social media, this guy, I don't have his name written down... Decided, yeah, that this girl's exaggerating. This isn't real. So he tried to make a uh, a TikTok <laughs> where he used Gorilla Glue and a cup oh. on his face. Nice. So like he put it like right over like his eyes, nose, like area, and used the Gorilla Glue. And you see on the video, yeah, his reaction when he realizes, yeah, this is stuck to my face. Good job, Dick. It's like. I'm sorry, all, all these like challenges that go out and like tie pods and like all this other shit. How stupid are you? Okay? You know what? There is a reason survival of the fittest and is a thing. If he was a real man, he would have said, you know what? I'm going to masturbate with this Gorilla Glue oh, tonight. Oh, oh my God. You know what? The funny this shit, this, go, this Gorilla Glue is nothing. I would not be surprised if someone did that. Beat dude. my meat with this Gorilla Glue I tonight. I would not be surprised <laughs> if someone did that. I mean, American Pie, hello. You know? Classic. <laughs> if he was a man, at least that was a pie. If he was a man, no. Remember the scene where he fucking was trying to play with himself with lube. Oh, and, and he, so he he had he the gra- super yeah, glue okay. on the. Th- I forgot that. I forgot. That. And then he had the VHS tape stuck to his hand, and his other hand stuck to that, his. That's wiener. how the second one opened, wasn't it? Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> it was about one that. of those scenes. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, if he was a real man. He wouldn't put a fucking plastic cup on his face. Whoever the how, I like. I'm going to prove a point. I'm going to prove a point. I'm going to fucking super glue a plastic cup to my face. Like, what point are you proving? What kind of martyr are you? It, listen, it's, it's, it's just another example of You're stupidity. You're not a martyr. It, it, it's an example of stupidity in the culture that we have where everyone just wants to be famous on, on like, you know, TikTok or YouTube You're exactly or blah, right. blah, blah, blah. Why is like, people are willing fall? to do stupid-ass things that you know you're not supposed to do. It's killing me. Stop being stupid, people. I mean... But it's 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 the person that's stupid, right? You would think, but then other but there's somebody else other did it. people out there. One person made donating a stu- money, biz. Listen, one person made a stupid mistake, right, and put it out there for the world to see. You would think that that would actually be a lesson to anyone that's seen this video, but no, someone decided to try and one up. 
you you would think that that would not happen. There's multiple problems here for me with this situation. It's not, and you know what? It's not really the fact that she put the Gorilla Glue on her hair. I mean, well, obviously, stupid move, but it that's okay, the it foundation happened. of the issue. Dumb move. Dumbass. You know what I'm saying? Like, dumbass. You know, it doesn't belong on your head. But it's the, it's the ripple effect. You yeah. know what the ripple effect is? You throw a pebble in the water and the ripples come out, right? Yeah. You can relate this to multiple things in this world right now. Um, but this is what happens, man. This idiot put the Gorilla Glue on her fucking head. Problem. So M someone else has Major dumbass. And now there's... See, the problems for me lies deeper. You got this other asshole trying to one-up her, right? Trying to get... But he's only doing or, that... Or disproving her, trying to at least. What I mean, what the fuck was he trying to... The, he's only doing that because... This fucking idiot raised eleven grand on GoFundMe. That that's, you're actually right. That that's the only that reason why is. he's doing it. That if no one ever paid attention to this moron, none of this shit would happen. So she goes on social media for help, and she probably has a couple of uh, uh you know news things like you know interviews. Yo, if I ever super glued my fucking hair, I got really long hair. I keep it up, so most of you guys who watch the shit, you can't see if you don't know me. If I ever super glued my hair, the last place I would be going to is social was media. social fucking media. No, this is people trying, they're doing stupid That's shit. That's what I'm trying, saying, man. But this is like a 20-year thing, and it just keeps getting worse and it's worse and worse. It's all bullshit, and it's bad for you, like the late, great George Collins said. Like, listen, you can guys, you guys can go see. I did the one, uh, one chip challenge over here when we first started. But and that's yeah. a fun challenge. Yeah, but again, like some people would say, that's that's stupid too. But at the same Why time, why is it stupid? I'm not doing anything that's going to cause any permanent damage. I'm not doing anything no. that's going to cause me that much ridicule. And if like, it you does, know? you're doing it to yourself. I did it on I purpose. Mean, it was nothing. It was spicy chip. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. You're not putting super glue on your fucking scalp. Which, by the way, you guys can check it out on our YouTube, caskandcrow.com. Yes. You can also check us out on Facebook, uh, Instagram, and you can check out all of our past podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, iHeart. We're on all the major... All of our social media has the link in our bio to all of our stuff. But if you want the direct way, www.com. Caskandcrow.libsyn.com. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N.com. And you can watch all of our live shows, well, our past live shows on YouTube and on Facebook. Got to get that plug in. The yeah. YouTube's up there. Something that has to be done. Get us on Instagram and Facebook. That's the easiest way because it's all there. And Twitter, too. It's fucking all there. You want to see all the dumb shit. It's, <laughs> it's there. More or less. So we, we talk about a lot of comic books and movie news and stuff like that. And, you know, we've talked about uh, the Justice League and uh, Jared Leto reprising his Joker role in, in that uh, movie. We've mentioned it. Now, anyone that uh, might have followed and heard some rumors about the, his, uh, his antics on the Suicide Squad might have heard that he'd sent a lot of pranks to his co-stars. Yeah, people said that he was... Um Inappropriate? Inappropriate. They say he was a method actor, which he might be, but I have a feeling it was just one of those things where he was trying to step into the shoes of Heath Ledger. Yeah. And people said that Heath Ledger, as the Joker in The Dark Knight, 
Um, they say he was a method actor and he might have been, but I've also seen other interviews with like Michael Jai White and Christian Bale and things like that who've had one-on-one roles and big scenes with him that he wasn't, that he could be fooling around his normal self one second and then a second later, boom, snap, he's right back into character. He's the Joker. Um, but I also read reports that he personally was like alone and um, all that type of shit during You never really know what's true. But what were you going to say? So there was reports about Jared Leto being inappropriate on ba- set and stuff, right? Basically, there's rumors that he sent like a bunch of gifts to his co-stars, um, used condom, anal beads, um, a severed head, a pig's head to somebody. And oh, there was on. one big one that he sent a dead rat to Mar- uh, Margaret Robbie. That's where they draw the line, the dead rat. Not the fucking used condom or the anal beads or the pig's head. The dead rat to Margaret Robbie. Well, it was the only female. Nah, he can't do that. It was the only female on set, I guess. So that's like the, the odd thing. But he came out in an interview recently and said that he actually, he did send her a gift, but he did not send her a dead rat. What he actually said that he sent her was um, vegan cinnamon buns because he apparently found this amazing cinnamon bun place and that that's what he actually sent her. I don't even want to know about that. Well, I know it's it's very very anticlimactic. Yeah. But he also like there's so also like a clona willy dildo no, or something. No, no, but, but <laughs> it's like, something wild. He, he just came out and said that it was actually a very normal gift and that's what it is. Um, yeah. Now, here's also the funny thing, and this is like it's the old game of telephone from back when you were in like you oh, know freaking elementary. This school. This is classic. The original, it happens today in my life yes, all the time. The original thing that came out that what he sent her was just supposed to be a regular rat in a box. A rat in a box. Yeah, right, that was rat. the original. And actually, the the rumor is that she went and got a cage and she kept it. You know, um, but that wasn't addressed. And the funny thing is that he didn't actually say that any of the other gifts were false. He said all the... Like, what, like he, the dilly and shit? Yeah, like he didn't mention that at all. Like that wasn't brought up. He just wanted to clarify that he never sent her a dead rat. He wanted to clarify that it was vegan Cinnabons. <laughs> Which is a huge, a huge difference there, but... There's a jump off. A little bit. Anal beads and Cinnabons. I mean, personally, I'm going to take the Cinnabons. You but I'm not knocking you for taking the anal beads either, man. The used condom. Hand. This is a no judgment zone here at 1853 Studios, especially on the Cask and Crow show. I can't speak for the Sunday shoot or um, the Sunday sauce, but over here at Cask and Crow, we would never judge you. So he didn't send her the rat. No, apparently not. Again, he didn't say anything about any of the other rumors, but that one he wanted to clarify for whatever reason. Did you see the picture of him? I did. Of the, of the, uh, I don't know if it's leaked now. No, uh, didn't fucking what's his name share it on his social no, media? No, that 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 wasn't a leak. That, that was, was not something leaked, they threw right? out there. No. Well, they um, fucking made it seem like it was a leak, but negative. That came from his personal. I keep saying this. They always make it seem like a leak, just to like came from gather his Instagram, interest. man. Yeah, and it, it's just a picture of him. And Bro, do you know how many people sent me that picture? Well, dude, again, I'm talking double digits, bro. Even I mentioned it to you, man. Like, you know. Well, you were the first one to, to send me that, and you were like, "Maddie sends me the picture of Jared Leto's new incarnation of the Joker in the in the new Justice League," and he's like, "Halloween costume," with a question mark because I've done the Joker in the past, and um, it was well, good. It was very, 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 very good. 
And he sent me that. He was like, next year, Halloween costume. And literally, I'm not even fucking joking to you. I think 17 more people sent me that fucking picture after you sent me well, that. But for- and was like, yo, what are you doing getting casted in a new... <laughs> they just said that it looks like me with my hair down and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, so like for anyone who hasn't seen the picture, you know, it's like him kind of like sitting in like Arkham. At least I'm pretty sure it's Arkham, but like a straight jacket on. It's a padded cell. And like, you know, he's got his got long hair, like, you know, kind of like, you know, just dreaded in front of him. Yeah. And, you know, because you guys can't see it now, but as you mentioned before, he's got the long hair and everything like that. And I was just like, yeah, that kind of, you could do that, dude. You can yeah. pull that off. Yeah. It's a possibility, Biz. It's, I mean, the picture looks good. Let, 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 let's see how, how he does in the movie before we actually say. The picture like looks that. good. And I'm interested to, I'm interested to see. I'm glad they got that damage tattoo written off his forehead and those stupid tattoos he had on. I'm wow, glad. It was, it was Daft Punk fucking. I'm glad those are gone. Um, you know, I'm down to see all that type of shit. That sound you're hearing is Busy's drink. He's got ice in his cup. Yeah, I'm gonna have to finish that soon. It's making rattles. Yeah, sorry about that. No, it's okay. And they they um, so they took all that stuff off. At least as far as we can see, it was a very dark picture. I'm down. Yeah, I'm. I mean, someone on the internet's gonna clear that up. But still, I'm 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 more excited for this version than his last version, Suicide Squad. I couldn't stand it personally. Yeah. Giant letdown for me, man. And there's been, I mean, I feel like we talk about this often, but there's been always, there's always different incarnations of the Joker in particular. And there'll always be there are. different incarnations of the Batman too. But I mean, the Joker has been varied so many times. It's been so, even even in cinema, like in cinema, there's been, who you got? You got Jack, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Jack. You well, a I forget his name, but you have to also give the first incarnation, which would be the the guy who played it in uh, the Adam oh, the West Batman. Adam West Batman. Yeah, yeah. I forget his name too. It's so fucking terrible that I forget his name. But it, it was it was the the version that was in the comics at the time. The the, the, uh, the laughy, jokey Caesar Romero. Uh, who the fuck? What the fuck was, was it? His name? No, I don't think it was Caesar Romero. Was it? I. I forget. Well, I'm not going to get it now, and, and let's not uh, you know waste too much time let's on not that. Waste too much time now. Uh, but yeah, you had Jack Nicholson, you had um, um, Heath Ledger, and you know you had uh, Jared Leto, basically. And of course, you know Mark you had Hamill. Mark Hamill, which is to I me, was like waiting for you to mention his name. Well, on screen, I thought you were talking about, but at the same time, you know that is still the definitive Joker for me. I, that's the voice I hear anytime I read a comic or something like that. So that was cool, though that. That they released that picture of him. It kind of gives some light. It does. Some hope. It does, because, you know, I still think it's going to be a dismal film, but I'm still going to watch it. Really? You think it's going to be bad? I think it's going to be slightly long, drawn out, and boring. They um, released um, a little clip of the black suit Superman. That was popping. Yeah. Okay. That's worthy of a bomb, bro. It looked good. Did you see the little scene where he goes to meet Alfred? Didn't watch it, no. Oh, it was dope. He like uh, he like descends from the sky, and um, it looks like he's in some part of the Wayne Manor where Alfred is like polishing one of the uh, Rolls Royces that uh, Bruce Wayne owns, and um, he like kind of flies the Batmobile every day. I'm sorry, that would be. Yeah, but he was beautiful. like out in the open. You can't polish that. <laughs> he he probably was just getting done doing the Batmobile and wanted to to do one of the Bentleys. You I'm know. Saying- if I had a Batmobile, if I was Batman, I'm sorry. Or if I was Batman's butler, I'd sit there. I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to polish this right now. I'm sorry. Yeah, make sure it always awesome looks clean and squared on. away. 
But he fucking comes down from the sky and uh, Alfred's polishing one of the cars. I don't know if it was a Bentley or Rolls Royce. It could have been a Porsche. I don't know. If, you know, it doesn't fucking matter. Not but, really. But what matters is that he is he descends from the sky nice and quietly and he's in a black suit. And you guys know black suit Superman. He's got that black suit with the silver S on his chest. Super fucking dope suit. But the silver S is not like a dominant silver. It's like a kind of like a matte silver. Yeah. Really fucking dope, man. Looks really cool. And he comes down and he's like, well, you must be Alfred. You know, it's really, really cool. Like, Didn't see that scene, but... This scene wasn't Alfred. in the movie prior. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it was... Um, I think it's basically a whole new movie, dude. Well, that's the way it seemed. And that's it, what and you said last week, that they were kind of like yeah, reshooting scenes, like yeah, redoing so, scenes. You know, he's, he's trying to save save his original version. At least that's what I I mean, feel. it wasn't even his, really. They said that ninety percent of the film was 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 his originally. I don't know. I feel like they sliced that pie a little yeah, too much. Maybe, maybe they didn't. Uh, you know, put the uh, what's we call it in there. The percentages in there. People correctly. are excited for the Snyder Cut, man. I'm excited for the Snyder Cut. Listen, man, you can't hate everything, Biz. You can't hate everything. I don't hate everything. You hate a lot of shit. Well, I don't not <laughs> hate a lot well, of shit. Well, you're wrong. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> You're not wrong, but you know, you're not right. Uh, Either way, did you? We just had the Super Bowl last week, right? And we we did a we show did. over here right before, and had a great time. And then watched the game in the studio over here for the rest of the night. Had last some week's episode, yes. And I had to say, Tom Brady did a great fucking job. Yes, the the refs were very much involved in the whole game. Oh boy, that's been a topic of discussion, my friend. It has, but so has his partying afterwards, bro. Uh, I don't know if you guys seen it, but he literally he's sitting on a boat partying with half the team or whatever like that, and takes the Lombardi Trophy and throws it off the boat into the water. No, he he threw it to Gronkowski. He, he threw it to Gronk. He threw it to Gronk. I they it, were on, no. They were I thought on. It fell in the water, bro. No, it didn't fall in the water. That's the whole point. They were on two separate boats, and Tom's holding the trophy up in the air, and that Gronk's dancing like a maniac, like he always is, and Tom's dancing, hammer drunk, and they're all dancing, and Gronk throws his hands up in the air, like, "Yo, hit me with that," and Tom's like. All right, and <laughs> throws the fucking Lombardi trophy. Of, of course, Gronkowski catches it. That Grady to uh, that Tom Brady to Gronkowski connection doesn't fail once again, even with a fucking gigantic trophy. He catches it, and everyone goes fucking bananas. They did fall in the water. Okay, I thought I thought it fell, but but here's here's the funny thing. That'd be hysterical uh, if it did. Uh, apparently, uh, I forget if it was his son or his daughter, but like his child, uh, basically, mm-hmm. as he was in mid throw, was just like, "Daddy, no!" Yeah, it's one of his kids, like telling him, "No, stop, 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 brother." The video is his, hysterical. It's on like Sports Center on um, Instagram. You can get it. They've been basically showing it all week, nonstop. And I, I, I just love they also show like the photo and the video of, of basically him having be like held up and carried out because yeah. he was so trash. It was like weekend at Bernie's over there. <laughs> it was. It is. And j- just imagine, I mean, don't get me wrong, he's older, but that, you know, he's a big guy too. It takes a lot to get him that drunk. Yeah. At least I would think. He maybe, was fucked maybe, up. Maybe he's a lightweight. I have Hang, no clue. He's definitely a lightweight. He's been eating like fucking... Cabbage. Hummus and shit like that. Like he hasn't even fucking, you know, the guy is not going to be able to put down some beers like Gronkowski could or any one of those linemen on that fucking team. He's been eating hummus and pita bread. He can't hang. Still, it was great actually just seeing him out there and doing stupid shit like that afterwards. It looked like they had a great time, man. It, it, it looks I like... I wish I was uh, there. 
looks like it's a fun team to be on, man. And I, you know, I'm hearing that news throughout the NFL that a lot of those people are coming back to the team. Like they want to keep that team intact. And I'm sure there's going to be, why a, wouldn't you? I'm sure there's going to be a bunch of free agents that are going to want to come ride that pony. Of course, man. Everybody, you know? everybody wants on the team now. Yeah. There's a, there's a few free agents who want to come ride that shit down <laughs> in Tampa on the Brady train. But also this week, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame actually announced their nominees for this year. Oh, that's big. That's big. And of course, like, you know, I don't care who you are. The one, like, common denominator throughout the world is music, right? Even if you yes, don't like man. every, you don't might not have to like every genre or something like that. But you can always start up a, a music conversation with someone and go somewhere with it. Right? We had an episode talking about uh, the last Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We did, and we also had an episode talking about our top four, like, ever, like, musicians. So, you know, yeah. check that. Top four Rushmore, well. man. Yes. So the nominees this year, at least the big ones that most people will know, because there are a couple that there's I some, had no clue who they there's were. There's some big but before we get into the nominees, can I just say something? Sure, go for it. I feel like there's been a common misconception. What's that? Or a common, like, yo, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is, it's not just about rock and roll music at this point. It's kind of evolved. It can't be. Am I wrong, Biz? No, it, it can't be. Because there's no hip-hop Hall of Fame, right? There's no R&B Hall of Fame, is well, there? Actually, I think there might be, but at the same time, the Rock and Roll, rock and roll Hall of Fame is I mean, there's a Graffiti the Hall of Fame. LLB played there last year. It, it is. <laughs> but... Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is basically the pinnacle of, that, like, you know. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to go at. There's, yeah. That's where you need to go, the yeah, Rock they, and Roll yeah. Hall of Fame. That's where you want to be. And they, they've definitely opened up their criteria over they the past opened like, their couple doors. of years. Yeah, it's not they just rock opened anymore. Their, it's not just rock and roll. That's what I'm trying to say. You got R&B singers in there. You got rappers in there. You got country in there now. It's, it's becoming one of those things where it's meshing. It's more of a music to rock and roll. It's Every genre. Music, it's more of a music, like, you know, Hall of Fame now. That's what they're trying to get towards, yeah. I feel like. That's it. And come on, you have you have a, a lot of rappers out there calling themselves rock stars right now. Like, well, it, it, it's just what it is in pop culture. You I know? think they're silly for that. But, yes, but you know. But still. The, the, I don't the, hate on rappers being inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But there's got to be a standard, man. There's there got to be, yo, you're... You're not putting these new age rappers in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame right now. You know, there's like there's got to be some type of standard. Now, they say the criteria that I tried to look up, they say that you have to be out for 25 years, like your first from your first album. And that's 25 fine. fucking years. Let's go. But like trying to look into what their other rules are, like what they look into and everything like that, it's, it's extremely vague. Like, they, they don't really give you anything like, oh, you had to sell X amount of copies or, you know, you you had to be on, like, number one, like, you know, hit list for whatever. They don't give any of that information. So it's kind of just whoever votes for it, I guess. I feel like it's got to be, like, some of these names on here in the 2021 uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductee. Well, they're nominees right now. They're not inductees yet. Okay. They haven't done the votes. The they're going to vote- make it, man. I mean... Most of them are, but not all of them. Well, I, you know, I wrote down some names. Okay. And these, I mean, 
you, all right, for first and foremost, you got Jay-Z, right? Yeah. So when you, when you mention Jay-Z, you kind of have, okay, duh, that should be a given, right? I'm pretty like sure Like if you're putting rappers, like Biggie went in last year. Yep. Dope. So how could you not have Jay? Arguably, arguably, semi-arguably, one of the most influential rappers ever. But it's not. But but listen, that's not guaranteed that he's going to make it this year because not everyone does oh, make it. It's not guaranteed. But I'm saying, as a nominee, you would think that that's you know going to be just if you're going to start throwing cut and dry. I mean, the only other rapper besides Big, if you're going to start throwing nominees out there, would probably be Pac because of his influence in hip hop. But then other than that, Jay, right? And I'm not talking about skill or anything like that. I'm talking about their influence. And that's where I'm trying to piggyback on what you were type like in what you were saying. Okay, 25 years, there's the standard. But now we got What did they do in that 25 years? Their influence, man. It's their fucking influence in the music industry in general, not just And, and in hip-hop. the future. The future, the future hip hop stars, yeah, the people, future like you know the, artists. People aren't gonna ever stop streaming Jay Z, like and listening to Jay Z. I mean, it's never gonna fucking happen. Well, he might, he might make it to the oldie station at some point. You know, he'll still be getting streamed, bro. That's what I mean. Like it's so he's one of the induct. Uh, he's he's one of the nominees. I keep saying inductees, and it's because the people I wrote down, I know are going to fucking make it. Like, I'm confident in it. Never and, know. And if, Never know. I, whatever. And if they don't, I'm not going to fucking get butthurt over it. I'm just feeling like they fucking should. Just saying there's been people who have been, nomin- have been nominees multiple times and not make it. Yeah, it happens. There's been like 20-some-odd nominees for this year, but I, I, you know, I only wrote down a few. Well, because they're the biggest names, at least that we know for our generation. Well, they're the likely. ones that stick out to me personally. Okay. And I feel like you would probably agree with you most probably, of them. Yeah, you probably have the same names I do over there for the most part. I would, I would like to imagine I do. So who else you got? Well, I got Jay Z, man. Um, his best selling album would be the Black Album. Really, I didn't know that. I didn't know his best selling album was the Black Album. I thought it would have been Reasonable Doubt, but I was wrong. Um, over fifty million sold, seventy five million singles sold. Yo, twenty two Grammys, bro. Jay's got 22 Grammys. I didn't know that. I didn't know it was 22 Grammys. You sold, I mean, I was sold on Jay-Z being a, um, what's it called? What, platinum? No, I'm talking about like, not not an inductee. What the fuck is it? Nominee? Yes. I was sold on Jay-Z being a nominee at Reasonable Doubt and Blueprint. I didn't even have to mention Black Album or 22 Grammys. Reasonable Doubt alone and Blueprint. I mean, that was enough for me. But aside from Jay, we got Tina Turner, man. You know, again, come on, bro. Like, can't say I know a lot of her music, but she's been around. Two hundred million records sold. <clears throat> two hundred million, damn. What's love alone should have got her in the Hall of Fame? If everybody knows that song. I mean, even if you don't on, like, son. even if you don't like it, you still know it. Tina Turner, man, it's fucking Tina Turner. Like it's I, fucking Tina Turner. I get it. Listen, she she she's one of the biggest, uh, you know, what soul singer I'd say she was. Yeah, 
the biggest one in, in at least modern history that I know of. Best hair, too. <laughs> and then we got Mary J. Mary, Mary J. Blige's in there. In there. Yep. Mary J. Blige. Uh, the queen of R&B, I would say, and I'll be confident to say that. 13 albums, 80 million sold worldwide. How do you not get Mary J.? Listen, she she did a lot for the industry and just like, you know. She's still banging, bro. She's still putting, she's still getting yeah. on features and stuff like that. Mary J's still killing it. There's not a song that would come out that had her name on it that I wouldn't at least give it a listen to. Even if I didn't know the artist or didn't like the artist, knew of the artist, didn't like him, Mary J's on it? All right, let me hear it. Listen, she was also famous for the hook, man. Like, you know, songs like Method Man, All That I Need, and oh, stuff like I that. Oh, I mean, that's, I, it's, it's endless. It's fucking endless, bro, with Mary J. That's another one. The Foo Fighters, man. Here's some rock and roll. Yeah, right there, man. And, and listen, they've been out for a Mother long time. Motherfucking Dave Grohl, bro. Which, which, I gotta drop it off for Dave Grohl. Which, not for nothing. If Dave he, Grohl. If he, gets in, if he gets inducted, you know that he'll be a, a two time inductee because he's already in there for Nirvana. Mm hmm. So, you know, he'll go up there as one of the people who, the few people who have been in there twice. One for each stick. Think about that. It's just like after that, like, fuck the Foo Fighters. Let me start another band and go for, like, you know, an, a third inductor. Third one. One for every finger at this point. <laughs> the Foo Fighters, man. 11 Grammys over there. Listen, 30 I'm million sold. I Listen, just for the best of you and ever, uh, and, um, Everlong, Everlong and Listen, they, they have a bunch of fucking. I hits mean, over there's the so many songs. Just for those, just for those along. And dude, like they've done a lot. This learn coming. to fly. I mean, come on. In fact, they just came out with another album. Yeah, I. You know what? I have not yet to hear their new album no, yet, and I feel I. embarrassed to say neither have I that I haven't heard it. Yeah, it is. They're one of they're one of the few people I still want to see like live. Yeah, I need to. Like, yeah, know? I need to listen to that new album. I fucking forgot that they had a new yep. album. I remember I was hyped about it, but then there's so much shit to be hyped about nowadays that I forgot. Well, shit. Right now, anything new is just like there's something going on. Yeah, it's positive. Oh, exactly, shit. exactly, bro. This is good news. There you go. Um, I wrote down Iron Maiden. And, you know, they were actually on, like, the list of people. Like, I was looking up the list of the people that people like, you know, they've been out forever. How are they not in yet? And they kept coming up on the list. So, hopefully they'll get I in there. I think it's because they kept putting out some type of album. Well, you know what? They would never... Listen, they've been successful. They've been out there for over 40 years. They always have, like, you know, uh, um, a tour going on. Exactly. But they're they always never, doing something. I feel like... They never actually broke that commercial success. You know what I'm saying? They were never mm. like, you know, in that every like, you know, on the radio constantly or something like that. I don't that. know, man. Well, well, think about it. I don't know. I feel like they're arguably the most influential metal band ever. The, they they are, but what I'm saying is, is unless after the 80s and early 90s, you didn't hear them on on the radio. I in hear fact, you, but even then you really never heard them on the radio. 100 million albums sold would beg to differ, busy. Didn't say that they're not popular. Just saying that they never got that commercial success where they were in every household. I can buy that. You know? Is it because they're from London? Possibly, possibly. It might also have something that the you know their their covers of every album they have has Eddie on them, the fucking zombie. Yeah, you know that's why I like them. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, just that is iconic in itself. A lot of people might not know mm -hmm. Iron Maiden or be able to to say any of their names, but they know Eddie. 
Right. Yeah. They know, they know the zombie. And you know what? I wouldn't even be mad at them for that. Hey, listen, they're, they're iconic in their own way. Again, it might not appeal to everybody, but to the people who did appeal to, they're big. Number the beast and run for the hill. I mean, exactly. I mean, this, this is this is this is shit that needs to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And and you know what? I'm kind of embarrassed personally that they haven't been inducted yet. And it takes 2021 to induct Iron Maiden. Well, we hope. Again, they're not in yet. I'm. I, I know you keep saying that. Because you never know. They've been disappointed before. They're on the nomination list. I can't believe. They're on a nomination like, look list. At, like, like, look at how many years Kiss wasn't inducted into the Rock and Roll Well, exactly. That, that's a great example. It took example. years. And I know it is a good example. I'll pat myself on the back for that. <laughs> that's yeah. a prime example. No, it is. Because what was it? They were on the, the ballot for, for over 10 years before they actually got in. It's a fucking sin. That's what that is. <clears throat> and, and that's the thing. They don't actually say what their criteria is. Yeah, 25 years. That's what they say, right, Biz? Like 25 that, that, years, yeah, that, that's the fucking that's number? That's basically it. So it just comes down to the people that are sitting on the board and stuff like that and the votes that they get and, you know. Yeah. It's not like it's American Idol where it's like you're seeing a list. Vote for this for this band now. You know? It's fucking corny. But, I, I mean, I think you could vote for them online, can't you? I think so, but like I said, it's not like something that, that they're putting out there for, like, everybody. Like, it's a national thing. Go vote. No, nah. it, it's just like people that are actually into, oh, let me go vote for this. Yeah. You know, it's a double edged sword kind of, man. It's kind I of guess. contradictory. I guess that's the thing, though. Like something like this, it shouldn't actually be voted by the fans because <clears throat> if you vote for the fans, then someone's going to induct somebody that that just came out five years ago. OK, but who do you think should be voting for it? I think it should actually be other be other musicians. Wow. I think it's actually people who appreciate the music and actually care and like actually know. Well, I super dig that idea. This bro. person, he influenced everybody. Blah, blah, blah. The people behind that the That would scenes. be really fucking That's cool. That's what I feel it should be. But it's got to be honest. It's got to be like, well, you yeah, can't you, have like. You can't just have your best friend in there just because like. You oh. can't have your boy. Because we had that one really dope tour together. Yeah. You know, we, you know, you can't do things like that. But that would be cool. Like, like other musicians voting other musicians into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Like, like what is that? I forget the name of it, but uh, what's what's the award in sports where like you know other players vote you? Oh, I don't know, man. Uh, there is one. I forget what it is, but there is there is a, tro- a the fucking ESPYS and something like that. I don't fucking know. Yeah, something like that. And I'm sorry that, that even to me that would be a better award almost. Like the people that are in the industry actually appreciate me. Like, you know what I'm saying? That would be wild, but it would never happen. Oh, no, because... Especially not in hip-hop. That would never happen in hip-hop. No, because... Rock, I don't know, but hip-hop, rap, that would never happen. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter what award it is. It has to be somebody in a suit doing it somewhere. Nowadays, it's like, especially in hip-hop, man, if you give someone props for being a dope MC or if you give someone props for being a good lyricist, it's kind of like your dick riding. And it's weird. It's just fucking weird, bro. Because... I never personally, like, personally, I never had that issue. Like, if someone's dope, I'll tell them they're fucking good. If, you know what I'm saying? Like, if like if someone comes out with a new album, uh, I say I fucking like it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, I of mean, course. if I like it, um, I'll have no problem telling someone that. I have no problem acknowledging legends. You know what I'm saying? Which is the way it should Just be. personally. But then there's, that also brings me to another legend. I know where you're going. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite rappers of all time, P- 
possibly my favorite rapper of all time, LL Cool J, is a nominee for the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. LL Cool J, hard as hell. I know, and it was funny um, when you were talking about Jay Z. I was just like, I thought you would say half the stuff about LL. Um, I didn't get started yet. Oh, okay. I mean, oh, uh, okay. I, I mean, I mean, <laughs> ten platinum albums, thirteen albums, in, thirteen albums in total, ten platinum albums. I mean, I, do I have to? How much trends did LL set? The Kangol, the fucking one leg, the fucking no shirt. The Veloish fucking, I mean, how, how much did he, like, how many trends did LL set? I, dude, I, I don't even Being know, able man. to sell millions of records in the 80s with barely cursing on his fucking songs for the most part. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm, I mean, he, and also being a fucking insane lyricist, like, you got to listen to LL's wordplay. It's wild. As a, like, as a lyricist myself, I, I, I dissect that type of shit. Yeah, of course. And um, it's it blows my fucking mind. It blows my fucking mind. Um, simply on um, "Rock the Bells" and "On Bad," which is my two favorite LL Cool J songs, "On Bad" and "Rock the Bells." But his most selling, like his biggest selling song, um, is "I Can't Live Without My Radio," and that's understandable. But one of his best sellings, one of his best selling albums, was "Mama Said Knock You Out." Which anybody that grew up in the 80s knew. Well, yeah. All this stuff, if anyone grew up in the 80s. The opening the line, 90s, don't call it a comeback. Yeah, I mean, I, been I mean, here for years. Yeah, exactly. Like, you don't even have to be a real hip hop head to know that line. No, it's iconic at this point. Iconic is the exact word, Biz. Thank you. That's absolutely iconic. Um, from his rapping to his longevity, you need to understand. To understand. To his TV stardom. <laughs> Und exactly, exactly. Understand, understand, son. We're talking eighties. It's fucking twenty twenty one. Been around for forty years doing this. Nobody can fuck with LL Cool J on the mic. Still, I, I promise you. I promise you. I promise you. He'll burn you. And you I, I promise. And you never hear anybody at in the industry giving him any flack, man. You know because they're not stupid. I promise you. And he's been acting and still acting. He's been acting since the fucking 90s, bro. Halloween H2O. And that wasn't even the first one. <laughs> he's been doing these fucking crazy television shows and all these movies. I mean, SWAT and all these fucking things. Like, he's been doing, he's been doing this, no pun intended. If you don't know, you don't know. Doing it. Get it? Pay wow. attention. <laughs> he's been doing it like forever man like that's my fucking dude that's the goat for me man that's the fucking goat for me and he should have been in he 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 should have been nominated for the rock and roll hall of fame in the fucking 90s man again he might have been i didn't look up how many times he's been been nominated oh uh, i didn't i didn't look up either i don't really into, pay attention to this yeah, type of shit until either. we start talking about it you know but that's the fucking goat for me man that's the fucking goat. My man LL Cool J, man. Hard body. And he'll probably make it, man. In fact, this this is where I was going before saying that Jay Z might not make it this year because they might give it to LL before him. Jay Z might have to wait a wait a couple of years on that on that list. You know what I'm saying? Out of respect? I mean this is this, He no. should he should make it before J C in, in in my personal opinion. Out of respect, that's the way it should be. But again, I don't know how they do this. I don't know how they determine. 
there's some asshole somewhere, like Biz said, in a suit. Maybe in sandals, too, because he, he might Talking just be about some shit asshole. he knows nothing about making the calls. But it is good for their careers and stuff like that, so... That's why we're talking about it here on Cash and Crow. I mean, you it's know, it's a milestone for them. Come on, like. it's a milestone for sure, for sure. And the the last band or person I want to talk about as nominees is Rage Against the Machine, which, which was a little bit of a surprise for me when I seen their names on what, there. What did I brought it up? Or no, that they were no, nominated? just that they were there to begin with. Really, because, it wasn't a surprise for me. Well, see, for me, I didn't think they'd ever make it because their music is so political, man. It's so politically charged, and in a lot of ways, it can be offensive to certain people. So I didn't know, and I still don't know if they're actually going to make it, but their guitars, their fucking lyrics. Their guitar riffs are are fucking, I mean, they're next to none. Yeah, no, he's one of the best guitarists from the 90s. They're next to none, bro. Like, they're such hard-hitting freaking guitar riffs, man. I could play guitar riffs from the 90s. And even if you're not into 90s rock like that, you would probably be able to be like, oh, is that is that Rage Against the Machine? Like, they were just one of those, like, yeah, identifiable. Like, you knew right off the bat. Yeah, exactly, man. That's it, a Rage it, song. Even the, the first time I heard Audio Slave, I was just like, uh, that, that sounds like Rage Against Machines with Chris Cornell. Like, what the hell? And, yeah. and it was. I was like, holy shit. And that's why it's fucking awesome. Exactly, man. <laughs> exactly. And that's why Audio Slave is fucking awesome. I mean, honestly, I prefer Audio Slave to, to Rage, but... I prefer Audio Slave to Rage, too. But at the same time, you can't if I had take to pick and choose from Killing in the Name of to, to Bulls on Parades, Rolling killing Down in, Rodeo. Killing in the Name of Bulls. Need I say more? Even it's just one of those things that are so iconic at this point. So 1990s. I mean, it's so but the lyrics even 90s, bro. But the lyrics, the way that they talk about, like, uh, you know. Oh, it go- fucking government carries. conspiracies, fucking no, racism, it, and everything like that. Yeah, it's it still carries relevant over. today if you listen to it. It's absolutely relevant, and it totally carries over. And I don't think it ever will not. Just their name alone, Rage Against the Machine. You know what they're fucking referencing? A lot of people don't know what that means. The big government, man. Yeah. That's what they're referencing. The machine would be the government. And our political system and everything like that. So that's what they're talking about. It's never going to not be relevant. No, definitely not. So So if we're picking people on influence, solely on influence... They've done a lot behind the scenes. Plus their 25 years. I mean, these are the people that I've... These aren't the only nominees. These, Like I said before, these yeah, are just the ones there, that there's a couple others. struck D- my Devo, chord. Dion Warwick. Yes. There's a couple of people, but I can't say I know them at all. These people struck my chord. You want to talk influential? I mean, it's right here. I mean, how could you not be influenced at all by any one of these bands or people? Over the last 25 years. It's crazy. But again, I, I really wish they would just come out and actually give more of a criteria or what they go with. Because I'm also looking at like other people who have been on the, the nom- like not even nominated. They're just forgotten. They're snubbed. People like Pat Benatar. Soundgarden. Uh, Soundgarden. Yeah, Think about absolutely. It. Think about it. They Soundgarden the was the happened? first. They were the first band out from that. The big four from like, you know, Pearl Jam, Nirvana. 
Alice in Chains, yeah. Soundgarden. They Go were ahead, the busy. first one. They were the first one with an album. They had three albums before fucking Black Hole Sun came out. Is that factual? Yes, they had three albums. They had Bad Motor Finger, they had Loud Love, and another one I cannot remember at the moment. Before Super Unknown came out, and that's the one that had Black, Black Hole Sun. Really? Yes, they were out for a while. They three, were out I'm from three the Three fucking albums? They were out in the Not 80s. Not songs? Dude. No, albums. Biz is dropping heavy, heavy knowledge right now. Bad Motor Finger was before Super Unknown. Loud Love was before that, and they had another, Damn, bro, another I didn't, one before that. I didn't know that. Yeah, no, they were out for a while. They were the first one to make it. But other bands technically got a little bit bigger until Black Hole Sun. That's a knowledge bomb, bro. That's a fucking knowledge bomb. And even if Soundgarden don't make it, Chris Cornell has to make it just just because of his his background of music, man. You you have Soundgarden, you have his solo stuff, you have Temple of the Dog, you have Audio Slave. Yeah. Right there. Even if Soundgarden doesn't make it, he has to make it as an artist. Has to. He wasn't nominated, right? No. For some strange reason? No, and I don't know why. Like I said, just, just the, the bands and the music that he put out for 30 years, I don't get it. Mm. It's so strange. How long has Linkin Park been around? And Chester? Uh, they were, they've been around since late 90s, so talk about They 20, need some more years? Yeah, they're not 25 years yet. Linkin okay. Park's not 25 years. But they'll get there. They're close. I, w- I want to say far like as being 97, nominated. 98 was their first album, I want to say. Yeah. Roundabout. Yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not mad at that number. So I mean they'll they'll be they'll be eligible in, you know, a few years. And I'm cool with that. They should make it as well. I just think of anytime you mentioned Chris and I just think of Chester because they were friends and they died so close in between. So it's one yeah. of those things that I you know, I always yeah. think of the other when I think of one. It's it's associated at this point. At at this point, yeah, I mean the same year, you know? Same year. It was like two months apart. It was like two Not months even. apart. So it was pretty fucking wild. And they say one had something to do with the other. And, you know, don't want to bring it down over here. Is but, that what they said? Uh, apparently, yeah. There was even rumors of them possibly having a suicide pact. But I have no truth. That, I have no clue about really? the truth of that. Yeah. Oh, that's wild. Yeah. That's but, sad. Again, that's just rumors, though. That's telephone. So, you know, can't say anything about that, really. Mm. Don't play the telephone game. No spoilers and no telephone games at Cask and Crow, Biz. But still, Dead Rats. So it came for a good story. Dead Rats always at Cask and Crow. <laughs> what else your, you got over there? Your, your wife notes? would kill me. So, okay. So, again, we're big comic book fans here. No. So, DC Comics just announced that they're going to be relaunching their Milestone imprint. So for Oh yeah, you told me about this. So for those of you who don't know, back in like the mid nineties, mid late nineties, DC Comics came out with um Milestone. It was an imprint, like an offshoot. It wasn't part of their main universe, but basically it was all starring black characters, created by black by uh black writers, written by ra- black writers, and drawn by black writers. This is in the early nineties, you said? I'm gonna say somewhere around like ninety four to ninety eight maybe. Okay, well that makes sense why I never fucking heard about it. But you have heard of Static Shock. Of course. So this is actually where he came Love from. Love Static Shock. And like his first uh costume was basically all black with an X on yes, it. And, yes. And, and basically like you know, rocking a Malcolm X hat yeah, back yeah. in the day. And they're relaunching the whole line. So they have uh, actually... Let's go. 
They actually have a new costume design it. for him. Um, it's kind of like a mixture between his original and the cartoon that was out in like the the two mm -hmm. thousands. Mm -hmm. So he's got like you know he's got like that was you on know, Fox. I believe. yeah. So he's still got the hood now, like and everything like that. All and right, it, it, it's really good. They had a couple of other uh, a couple of other characters that was somewhat uh, notable. But in general, that was the one that everyone like actually kept into it, you know. So that's pretty cool. About. I mean, I wonder what took so long to revamp that. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I can't get into the politics of it, but just the timing of it. I mean, I mean the climate is, right now is perfect for it. So take perfect. advantage by all means. But I'm just saying like fucking should have been done that type of shit. More or less. Like, like it, lasted, you know? it lasted a couple of years and I can tell you exactly why it went down, but on YouTube, yeah. you guys, uh, th there's a, a documentary series called uh, the His the Secret History of Comics, written uh, directed by Robert Kirkman. Dope. And yeah, if you've never seen it, I think it's eight episodes. Go it's watch dope. it. It's and dope. One of the episodes actually focuses on Milestone, and so they have like you know interviews with like the creators and the writers and everything like that. And it's it's a really interesting story. And you when guys should it, definitely watch it. When is it relaunching, Biz? I haven't got the exact date down, but it's going to be within the next two months. I believe. Let's let, let's get that next date for next episode and put that out there because yeah. I'm you know I'm curious because I'm curious because it's just something different, something new. Yeah, and some something that should have been done years ago. And also, so um, let's bring that. You know, I want to bring that to the forefront here. They're they're also um, doing a lot of uh, social uh, justice and and awareness with this as well. Um, so originally I forget exactly what the event was in the original, like, you know, um, storyline that gave everyone powers, mm. but this time around, they're actually going that it all happened at a police brutality protest. Okay. And something I mean, happens during the protest and that's the people that are there end up gaining powers. It's very political. Well, it's going to be very politically charged and, you know, it should be. That's kind of that's kind of the whole point of this. Can they get you know? Rage Against the Machine to do the soundtrack for it? It, it, <laughs> would, be, it would be amazing. Digital shit? It would be amazing. It sounds political. It, it will be, but at the same time, this is the climate for it. And, you know, if they're going to get uh, get a message out there, this is this is a great platform to do it, especially in this time. You're right. You're so right, bro. I'm excited for it. Um, it's probably going to give some great storylines, and it reintroduces some characters that were really cool. Uh, hardware. Um Icon, yeah, which is, basic, which is basically like Icon is basically Superman. Hardware is basically they don't know. Basically Iron Man for the most yes. part. Yes, you know, it's definitely going to be interested to to, really? to read. Just just a little twist to it. And another thing I read, Bring that back. I'm somewhat interested on. Um, so FX and Hulu just announced that they are going to be coming out with an Aliens TV show. Yeah, I'm on the fence on this one. So I I I, I like I'm up. I'm so so on the. Aliens I like movies. the movies, like the the original two or three. Great. After that, you know, it's it's kind of gone up and down. Not sure if they know where they're going with it. Loved Alien vs Predator, but that's apparently getting wiped out. Um, this TV show is going to be basically set. Uh, they said in the near future, like basically from right now, it's going to take place on Earth, but there's going to be aliens. So I'm going to say that this is basically going to be a prequel to the movies and basically how the fence, company man. gets started and, you know, gets into the franchise. Listen, it could be amazing. It could be terrible. I don't know yet. I don't, I don't know. know either, man. But I don't in, know. I'm curious, but early, I'm on the fence, like I said. It's in early development, and, you know, we'll see within the next year or so whether or not it's actually something good. What do you think? I don't know. Listen, I've I've always like I said I loved Aliens, the second movie, Aliens. 
Love that movie. That's Absolutely plural. Love that movie. That, Aliens. That was like one of the first. It's not a horror movie, but it's close enough when I was younger that my parents. Would Are we going to debate it. this again? Is that horror or sci-fi? It's a fucking horror sci-fi movie. That's what it is. It's a horror sci-fi. <laughs> is movie. it a horror or is it sci-fi? You can put sci-fi first, but it's it's a high, it's a sci-fi Yo, horror. It's still there. He won't tell you guys. He won't tell it's you. It's still there. You got aliens popping out of your chest and eating you. Is this horror, horror or is this no? It is sci-fi. It is sci-fi. Yo, you guys need to need to need to go on, got, on our social media, please, please, please. This is a fucking call to arms right now. Go on our social media and fucking tell Maddie Biz. What is good? Or tell me. Or tell me that I'm wrong. Yeah, I'm just going to say this. If It didn't matter whether it was in Aliens space. is not a sci-fi, is not a horror movie. Yo, if you were, doesn't matter if you were in space or in the fuck, in your backyard. If an egg opened up and a giant spider came out, latched onto your face. Sci-fi. And then something bursted out of your fucking chest. That would be fucking horror. It's not. Horror is kids Caught in the woods, rampant maniac on the loose, slasher slasher on the loose. Horror could also be ghosts, goblins, and ghouls. Once you introduce aliens and space, it becomes sci-fi. Horror is anything with gore and make you jump, bro. Negative. Negative. I can't get on the social media because I'm going to fucking, he's a, he, yo, this is going to be an ongoing debate. He's about to meet Lucille in a second. Get on our social media, please. And let one of us know, because I'm dead ass serious. I can't take much more of this shit. Until next week, I'm your host, Lord Drew. I'm Maddie Bills. Be safe. We love you guys. Thank you.